How many of you have found yourself running late for an important meeting because you couldn't find that one thing you needed before you head out the door? What if I could tell you that in just 10 minutes a day, you could take your home from chaos to calm because clutter really is nothing more than postponed decisions. I've created a challenge to help you get ready to ditch your clutter and simplify your life. Want to hear a secret? You actually have the power to create more peace and calm in your home, and you can have it in less than 10 minutes a day. Join the Chaos to Calm Challenge so you can organize your space and create more peace in your home and focus less on stuff and more on the people you love the most. I want you to be able to effortlessly live clutter-free in your own home. This challenge will teach you the proven systems to get a clean and clutter-free in 10 minutes or less because we're all busy. How to create more peace and calm in your home and how to focus on what and who you love with an organized space. To join the challenge, just go to barbiejoe.com forward slash challenge. Hi, this is Barbie Joe, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We'll discuss tricks of the trade and systems to improve family life and managing a household. Hello, everyone. Barbie Joe here, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today, we have the solution because you know what? 2020 has been a tough year. And with people forced to work from home and socially distance and school their kids, it's been a lot. So I've brought on a special guest for you, Dr. Lori Baker-Gina, and she has a background as a leadership coach and provides insight into how individuals of all ages can achieve work-life balance working from home, find community in virtual settings, be more productive and organized, which we love, and find joy every day. She provides staying motivated, finding new jobs and careers, conflict management, and living a solution-centric, happy life. So we have so much to learn from Lori. Welcome to the show. Barbie Joe. it is so wonderful to be here. I want to say hello to your hardworking audience of moms who are stretched thin but need some really good inspiration. It's so wonderful to be there before them. <laughs> now tell us. This has not been any easier on you this last year. So tell us, how have you been able to find joy in your professional and personal life every day? And how did you get to this place in life? Well, Barbie Jo, uh, I have been an entrepreneur and a mom. I started when I was 29. I started my own business. And I really did that to empower me because I wanted to be at home. I was just about to be married to a man with two daughters who were six and seven, and he had full custody. And uh, so we got married, and now they're 41 and 42. And so I wanted to be home and uh, be able to be with them and also work my job, which was marketing and public relations consultant for healthcare. So I took the plunge when I was 29 and I absolutely loved it. And then I had a little guy of my own when I was 36. So I really understand what it takes to 
run a business and have children at home. And I, and I found so many things helped me get through it. And as I work with, with women, I really understand how it's important to be happy and find joy every day, to choose joy, because there's so much that can come at us that we just don't anticipate every day. I mean, we can be productive and we can plan, but we have to realize that every single day is not going to be perfect. So how do we know that going in, that we can continue to do our work, get our kids taken care of, get our work done? We're going to have some glitches in the road and still finish the day with a big smile on our face. And so I have learned some tricks of the trade and I've it's been a great journey. And I love the fact that I can share this wisdom with women. And there's some important tips that can happen, but, but I really found joy just as I went on in my own career. And that's how come I can relate so well to working women. And with this virtual, with everybody working from home now, you have a, another layer of challenges because many of you are having to help with your kids with school. You're not getting the space you usually get with your kids, with your significant other, for yourself. So there's some things that you know you can do, but that's how I have decided that I'm going to choose joy every day. And, and, and there's some tricks to do that. Amazing. Your story is incredible. And I love the fact that you said to choose joy. Joy is not just going to fall in your lap. So tell us, how do you achieve work-life balance, especially in a virtual environment, along your path to finding this or choosing joy? Well, you know, it's interesting. I I have found that you're absolutely right, Barbara Jo. You have to choose joy. So you wake up every morning and you can you have to make a decision. You have to say it's going to be a miserable day or it's going to be a good day and it's going to be a joyful day. That's a decision that you make. Now, I know many of your listeners out there um, either are cancer survivors or know someone who's a cancer survivor. I'm a cancer survivor. And one thing that we really learn is the preciousness of life. And the fact that we're just waking up every day is the win. So I hate to have anybody have to go through that to realize that just being here, even in the midst of a pandemic, even when you've got um, kids who might not be feeling well and you've got work issues, all the things that happen to us, you know, financial constraints, we are still living and breathing and on this side of uh, the grass, as they say. So that is the win. So then it it comes down to, am I going to be happy today? And it's going to be your choice. Because if you don't choose that, you end up being a victim and you really lose your power. So I say every morning, even when you're working from home in this virtual environment, I'm going to wake up and have a great day. And that starts you out on the right note. And even though things happen, and I'll, I'll talk about that whole thing with the whole solution shift, where you might have a problem, but eventually if you figure out how where the solution is with that problem, because every problem has a solution then you can continue to find joy. You know, Barbie Jo, you've met people who just are negative all the time. They're always living in their problem. Well, people who do that never move forward and they never find joy. So people who instead live in the solution, what can I do to help with the the this challenges that I have, much more positive, move forward and find a lot more happiness. And so you have to have that mind shift away from problems because we all have problems. We all, especially working moms, we are really, really, you know, tired and stressed, but we need to figure out how to elevate and to find happiness because actually the most important things you want to 
be a good role model for your kids and you want to model joy for your kids that even if they have a rough day, they can find joy. So that's a real important step too. That is such great wisdom to live by because we all have conflict, whether personal or professional, within the house, outside the house. We all do. And I guess it all depends on how we look at it and how we move forward and work towards a solution instead of just stewing in the conflict itself. So tell us, what are your tips and tricks for navigating through those conflicts? Well, the first thing you need to do, and I tell this to all moms and all women, is you have to give up guilt. There's so much guilt that we carry, especially as working moms, that we're not doing enough for our kids. We're not doing enough for our work. We're not good enough. We're not enough. And we need to flip the the script on that. And we need to say we are enough. And what we're doing is enough. And the kids are going to be fine. Work is going to be fine. We're going to give our, our most in all those areas and give up the guilt and try to give up that whole idea of perfectionism because it's a myth. So letting go of guilt and perfectionism really moves you forward in helping with whether you have conflicts in a day or challenges because you know that you are doing your best. And the way you do that is to be mindful when you're with your kids, be with your kids and don't think about work. And when you're at work, really focus on work and don't worry about the kids. If you can be mindful, you can really appreciate every moment and you can handle conflict and challenges because you're not having this guilt that something, you're not doing something, you're not good enough, you're not trying, you know, hard enough or what all that is. The other thing that's very interesting is that we try to be perfect and nobody likes perfect. It's interesting. You think everyone wants perfect, but if you went out for lunch, Barbie Joe, with a friend and your friend had the perfect life, the perfect spouse, the perfect children, the perfect job, you would be so bored, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. And yet everyone tries to be perfect. It's more interesting to live a life that's a little messy, that has a little failures, but we learn from them, that has depth and, and reality and humanity. That's the kind of life we want because perfect does not cut it and it's boring. I always talk about when you have like a baseball or a basketball team, if everybody made a basket or everybody hit the ball, it would be very boring. So this whole search for perfectionism and trying to be the perfect mom is just a myth and it doesn't benefit anybody. It doesn't add to lo- their lives and it, it just doesn't serve them well. So giving up those two concepts, I really believe, can help you get to joy. Great advice. And I love that you mentioned that you are enough. That is my personal mantra. And I try to say it to my children all the time is that you are enough. No matter where you are in the journey, you are enough just as you are right here, right now. So moving forward with this new mindset, how can we be kinder to ourselves? It really has to do with making yourself internally stronger. And I know many of us try to go to the gym or even at home and we try to build up our core, core strength physically. Well, that's also very important to do emotionally and within yourself to really build that confidence and self-worth. 
Because if you're internally motivated, you can find joy no matter what kind of uh, reaction you get from others. If you, if you are externally focused, that holds you prisoner because you are trying to constantly please other people. It, it always amazed me when social media came out and moms were trying to like one up themselves and compare themselves to others. And that's just not healthy. You have to really figure out who you are and then love that person. And so now you're saying, Lori, that's easier said than done. Many of us have been through trauma. You know, we don't have good self-esteem. So you have to figure out how to build that. And there's two ways to do that. One of them is to surround yourself with people who are supportive of you and your authentic self, who really want you to succeed. And you know who I'm talking about, those really good friends who are doing that. The other thing that I strongly suggest is what I call a strengths journal where every night you take five things that you feel that you did well at, you know, whether it's cooking a dinner, getting the kids to school on time, uh, closing a deal, uh, just, you know, getting yourself up and dressed and and looking good in, in some makeup, whatever that is, write it down and then talk about what strengths you did to be able to succeed in that. And if you do those five a day and you do, let's say you do that for a month, you've got a hundred ways that you're strong. And by really building yourself up, that helps. It's, it's like doing exercise for your core. And the other thing that you can do is be sure that you talk to yourself kindly. Listen to how you speak to yourself. If you make a mistake, do you say, you are so stupid, I can't believe you did that? Or do you say, you made a mistake, what did what went wrong and what can we learn from it? By not using those emotionally charged words to talk to yourself, you really can start being better a friend to yourself. And that again is okay. It's okay to be sweet to yourself and kind to yourself because we are the people who are giving it out into the universe. And so I say every morning you get up, choose joy, put on your positivity shield so that nobody, no one's negative energy can get to you and go through your day without guilt and realizing the preciousness and of, of life and the ability to be grateful for everything you have. When you go through life that way, kind of that elevated state, you really find that things start happening that bring you a lot of joy because even watching a little one do new things or or watching your school-aged kid achieve something in a class that they didn't know how to do. You really, everything is, becomes really precious to you. And it's important to be mindful in these days because I'll tell you, before you know it, your kids are grown and, out of, and off to college or off to do their thing. And you, you, you'll miss those times that are making you want to tear your hair out. And so being mindful of the preciousness and the, and the blessings that come from parenthood and the blessings of being able to be your own, own entrepreneur, being in that mindset really elevates you. Oh, you gave us so much wisdom right there. I think that is such an unusual and yet very impactful concept of having a strength journal. I love this. I, I think gratitude can propel you forward in ways you can't even imagine. And so that just goes to take it another step. I love that. And you're right. How are we talking to ourselves? Do we even pay attention to the things we're telling ourselves? I mean, I know 
every time you walk past a reflection or look in a mirror, you have this ongoing dialogue. And it's so second nature, you don't even realize that you would never say those things out loud to someone else. Why are you saying them to yourself? So I think this is so good to be having these conversations. Absolutely. You know, we really need to really be thankful for our bodies as opposed to picking them apart. Because on just a physical level, the fact that we have arms, if we're lucky enough to have arms and legs and we can walk and we can, and we can feel and we can breathe, uh, you know, all that is just so precious. And to really feel that, feel, you know, focus, Barbie Joe, focus on what we have versus what we don't. And the construct that you might feel like you're, you're overweight or something, you know, wrong is it's a, it's, it's a social, it's a society construct. It's not necessarily based in reality. I hear what women say about themselves and it's just false. Like I'm not, you know, smart enough or I don't, I'm not funny enough. I don't contribute enough. And I look at them and I'm thinking, you're incredibly smart and you're incredibly fun to be with. But so not only are you, talking badly about yourself and your soft talk, but it's just completely wrong. And so really being that whole mindfulness, and that's my theme of the year is to be really mindful of everything that I'm doing. And that includes being mindful of how we speak to ourselves. And are we saying the truth or are we saying falsehoods because we don't feel good about ourselves? And what's the fear behind it? What happens? What happens if all of a sudden we feel good about ourselves? Does that mean that you know, is that going to bring more joy? Where's the, where's the fear behind that? So all these things really stopping and thinking about how we talk to ourselves. And again, it's so important to be positive because we are raising children who we need to be positive as well. And if you're in an entrepreneur, you have employees and you work with clients and you're not going to move forward if you're going to be negative. So really, there's no reason not to be positive. You cannot give me one good reason to do that or try to find joy every day. Yes, that is super important that we are able to model that kindness that we want our children to manifest and be able to portray. So if we can't master that ourselves, how are we supposed to fake it to our kids? So I think that is key. It's the self-mastery because we are leading by example and raising the next generation in our house. So if we want to raise kinder, mindful, you know, future leaders of this world, I think we absolutely need to be able to demonstrate that. And you know, it's funny, somebody asked me a few years back, if you were on a deserted island, would that last five pounds really matter to you? Or would your frizzy hair bother you? You know, anything, fill in the blank. And that really changed my perspective because if I was on a deserted island, so many things that the world deems as important would not matter to me. And it really helped me hone in on what is significant, what is important, what is precious in my life. That's such a great example. And I had a similar experience. Someone asked me, I had made a mistake on something, a, a typo or something. And or it, and someone said to me, what is it going to matter 100 years from now? Mm. And that really hit home for me because 
what is going to matter a hundred years from now? It certainly isn't going to be a mistake I made with my kids, um, laundry or or lunch or uh, a mistake I made with a, a client. You know, really focus on what matters. I think that's so important, Barbie Jo. You're absolutely correct. Ah, I love that. That is so good. Well, I appreciate everything that you have shared with us today. And tell us, how can we find you? Barbie Jo, um, the listeners out there can find me at www.lauriebakershenna.com and love to chat with you and, and see where you are and, and help you figure out how to relieve some of that guilt and need to be perfect because <laughs> we all wrestle with it and it's so important to, you know, get beyond it. Amazing. Well, if any of you have any questions about positivity and leadership and would like to explore a one-on-one leadership or life coaching, now you know how to get a hold of Dr. Lori. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you and, and, and take good care. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out my website at barbiejoe.com. And if you liked this episode, you've got to subscribe. I'd love to have you join me. Bye for now. Thank you.